Hello, welcome to BC. This is the channel and the podcast that's dedicated to educating and informing you guys on what's going on in Cardano and Cardano NFTs. I try to put projects in front of you that I think deserve your attention and you decide if they deserve your ADA. This is a project that I'm really excited to have on the show. We've been, uh, as we were joking before the show started, um, that we're that we were um, been trying to get this on for a long time, and we were finally able to make it work. So I'm excited to bring on uh, Stephen from Vi Finance. Stephen, welcome onto the Hi, show. Everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Beasy. It's an absolute pleasure, and yeah, exactly. It's been a long time coming. This one, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah. So let's jump into Vi Finance. Uh, if you want to just give a little intro of, for those who might not know what Vi Finance is, and then mm -hmm. we can jump into some of the exciting things you guys have going on. Absolutely. So Vi Finance is essentially a DeFi platform on Cardano. Um, we've been in the space now for April 2021. There we go. Heading on three years almost. Wow. Yeah. Um, so we were one of the earliest projects sort of starting up in the space. Um, we have so far released a DEX, so that's our decentralized exchange. Um, and we've released our vaults, which is a staking platform that allows you to stake NFTs or tokens or LPs or whatever it is that you want to stake. Um, we released the first staking platform for Cardano NFTs back in October of 2021. And so we were the first to actually provide that service on the blockchain, which was, um, quite a big step. So you guys have a you guys have a lot of good medium articles, um, and so this was uh, end of end of November that you guys ha had posted this. So it's kind of talking about what you are working on with one point five. This isn't out yet, right? Uh, yeah. So this is the sort of combination of the next set of products that we're releasing. Exactly. Right. So okay. we've done <laughs> we've done the update for the UI, which if you go to our uh, add that you can, it's just our ui now so you can't really see the old one yeah, <laughs> um, yeah yeah and and yeah once all of these items will be released which should be hopefully by the end of january um that would be the full release of the 1.5 yeah yeah so the two the two uh issues that you guys are looking into was the ui and the ux and then wallet interoperability uh so you guys mm -hmm. talked about the ui design and there's a mm -hmm. nice uh screenshot of some of the ui design features here mm -hmm. uh transaction building Mm -hmm. So, so this is, you know, I, as, as we were talking earlier, I'm, I'm kind of the NFT guy. So mm -hmm. the, on, on the transaction building side, is this kind of like, I, I know, like, is this like Plutus V1 moving to, you know, an upgraded version no, this of Plutus? Is, this, or is is this... Like, this has got nothing to do with Plutus. Okay. And this is one of the toughest areas of building on Cardano. Yeah. Um, so whenever I press a button on any site on Cardano, full stop, I have to get the wallet to execute the transaction that I'm asking for, yeah. right? Now, that requires you to essentially build the data off of the transaction and have the wallet submit that data to the blockchain. So you have to yeah. build that data in a way that's wallet readable so the wallet's then able to submit it. Um, this, the issue that you have, and it's an issue with all EUTXO blockchains. I wouldn't just say that it's an issue with um, Cardano. So same issue you're going to find in Bitcoin. It's the same issue you're going to find in ERG. Um, these systems that we have, whilst they're deterministic, 
Um, it has a little bit of, it has a few disadvantages to when you're reading data to submit transactions. So in a, an example of that is one wallet could have 400 UTXOs, right? Yeah. You need to, you're sending, let's say, 50 VIFI to somebody, but you've got 10 VIFI in one UTXO, 10 VIFI in another UTXO, 10 VIFI in another UTXO, 10 VIFI in another, and 10 in another. So it's spread across five UTXOs. Fantastic. No worries. We collect the VIFI from those five UTXOs. But now at the same time, if you sum up the ADA in those five UTXOs that you're spending, you might not even have enough ADA to complete the transaction or to cover concurrency, right? Because concurrency yeah. means you have to send 1.1 or 1.3 Cardano, depending on the size of the token that you're sending yeah. um, with every transaction that you're sending a CNT. So if those five UTXOs that you've just collected don't have enough for the concurrency, you now need to go off and find another UTXO that you can then put in so you can actually send with the concurrency, right? Yeah. So that's a system called UTXO selection. Got it. Um, that's just one complexity, right? Yeah. There's, there's multiple layers of these complexities when building transactions on Cardano that very often you've just basically got a list of thousands and thousands of edge cases that you have to deal with one by one, yeah. right? And that's why... It wasn't just a unique experience to ourselves. If you recall the launch of any decks on Cardano, whether that be Sunday Swap, whether that be Min Swap, whether that be Muesli Swap, particularly back in the early days, um, whenever a new dex launches, particularly you know prior to V2, there's almost ubiquitously been this sort of three to six month period where transactions are just like molasses, right? Yeah, and it's just because of how complex they are to manage uh, in Cardano. They're just really tough. Interesting. Well, you guys are changing that. We've you're, almost you're sorted it. it. We've almost yeah. sorted it. Yeah. Almost entirely. So we've updated our entire transaction builder. Uh, we basically rebuilt it. Um, we've rebuilt the uh, few algorithms within our decks, so the UTXO selection algorithm. Um, and we've also improved the swap selection algorithm, which allows us to actually put throughput on the actual pool's uh, speed, sorry, speed up throughput on the actual pools. Got it. That's great. Sorry um, if I'm going too complex here, by the way. Tell me no, the simple. That's great. I asked the question. You, I, I started it. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> governance and treasury. We could talk. We could talk about that probably a little bit later too. Uh, there's a governance mm -hmm. tab up here. But a, um, uh, you already completed the snapshotting mechanism. Uh, but the treasury mm -hmm. will be launched alongside our governance, and then more details. You were talking about this uh, earlier in the uh, offline, but uh, the transaction cart. So you'll be able mm -hmm. to select multiple different uh, transactions from our platform at once, behaving like a shopping cart. Uh, so you mm -hmm. can do swapping, harvesting, and adding liquidity all in one transaction. Um, is that unique to you guys or are yes. other people doing that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there is some the beginning as well. One of, our, uh, one of our feature products is our bar, which is the first distributive mechanism on Cardano and it's built into our decks. So that essentially means that we use the fees from our decks to rebuy Wi-Fi from the uh, liquidity pool. And we use that Wi-Fi to distribute it back to the holders of our token, right? Yeah, yeah. Now this, um, the reason I use this for the transaction card because it does also include the bar, right? So you can also run yep. transactions on the bar. So you could essentially stack, let's say four swaps, um, a bar transaction, an add liquidity on a pool, a remove liquidity on two other pools, and a harvest your farm, right? So eight, nine transactions, you could stack them all up instead of just pressing do transaction or, you know, yeah. 
um, swap or whatever the button is to transact. You just press add to cart. It behaves just like a shopping cart in any website that you go to, right? Yep. At the end, you review your cart. Are these all the transactions you want to do? Yes, they are. Awesome. Enter, send. And then because we're bundling all those nine transactions into one, instead of spending three sets of the 0.3 um, Arda blockchain fee, you're only spending it once. Yeah, right. That's great. So That's awesome. Saves you on fees. Also saves you on time, right? Because yep. if you have to do, I mean, and we've all had this experience on Cardano, right? If you, you know, you're mostly an NFT trader. It happens on JPEG as well. You want to buy three NFTs, and now I have to sit there and buy them one by one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. For if they're, if they're from different collections. Yeah. If they're from different collections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So it's just a tool that helps people engage more quickly and saves them a bit of money. Yep. Yep. Pool creation, uh, introducing the capacity for users to create new liquidity pools of any pair that they choose. And this is going to be launching in the near future. So those are some really cool version uh, 1.5 updates that you guys have coming up. Uh, and there's, so just one, there's one that I would also like to add to that that wasn't in this article yet. Yeah. Sorry for the jumping in there. Uh, we're calling them our lock and load vaults. Um, and we were discussing this earlier. So we've got our vaults and we're implementing these in a lot of fun ways on our site. Um, yeah, beautiful. And... The one of the first ways, or the first way that we're doing it, is in a system called the Lock and Load Vault, which we're hoping will be released in Feb. And this is essentially a, a manner that projects can get their tokens directly into liquidity, rather than having to find all these other methodologies to just hopefully boost liquidity as a consequence. Yeah. And the way that this works is a project just puts in an airdrop supply that they're willing to, you know, airdrop. That's what you do with it. Um. And the user sends in Cardano against this airdrop supply. The system automatically matches the supply of the token that was already there with the Cardano that the user just put in. It matches it and gives that token to the user. And then it puts both of those tokens into liquidity. Right? Mm. So the user has essentially only supplied the Cardano side to the liquidity pool. And the token has been given to the user by the project as an airdrop. Yes. The liquidity pool tokens that are created are now automatically sent into a vault and they're locked for a certain period of time that the project wants to lock the vault for. So as an example, if the project wants to lock the vault for six months and they're doing a one-to-one -one return on that token, that means that a user would put in, let's say, up to a maximum of a 1,000 Cardano. They get matched with a 1,000 Cardano worth of the project's token and then that LP gets locked for one month. So now instead of the project having to just give out those tokens to the community, and hope that some of them put it in liquidity, they're just taking those tokens and just putting it all in liquidity, which is what they're all trying to do. Right. Yeah, that's right. cool. That's a really cool idea. So, and yeah, so the users also get to have a bit of a gamble in projects that they're interested in, right? Because they get half price LP tokens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, so, so another- That's another, another... part of 1.5, by the way. Yeah, yep. And so this is some of the more, some more stuff about the treasury. Mm -hmm. uh, the, so the treasury has been attributed 8% of the total supply of Wi-Fi or 36 million tokens. The supply will be given to the treasury once per year uh, mm -hmm. on the anniversary of its creation for four years. Um, mm -hmm. This will begin one week of the launch of the governance. So the treasury is held in a multi-sig wallet. Three, to, three out of the five signatures are required to make any withdrawal. And mm -hmm. so you could people can submit a proposal to this treasury and mm -hmm. potentially receive funding for different types of projects uh, that mm -hmm. are within this criteria. Um, mm -hmm. defi uh, definitive outcome for the expense, a finite time limit over which the funds will be spent. Uh, the 
proposal for refunding must be related to the Vi Finance platform in some manner. Uh, technical mm -hmm. development, community incentives, research into new products, ecosystem development. Um, and then you can ask for a maximum of 90,000 Wi-Fi for the first year, only uh, up to 3%, 1% of the treasury or 3% of ADA contained. Um, mm -hmm. And so those different types of things. Uh, is there anything yeah. anything else to add to that? I mean, that's that's a huge thing and governance just obviously really is a big on Cardano and you guys are mm -hmm. taking it in, just in your, in BiFi specifically. Exactly. Just that we're really excited to finally be bringing this on. Um, we, we've had so much to build uh, that it's kind of over this, over the last sort of six, oh, what is it, eight months since we've launched. I wanted to have, I wanted to have governance up sort of much earlier than we have now. And the main reason for that is just so that I can not be responsible for every decision being made. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because someone's always going to be angry at me no matter what I do. <laughs> so yep. Uh, yep. it's nice to be able to sort of let that decision go off to somebody else. Um, we definitely, you know, as you said, it's such a core part of Cardano and the way that Cardano works. And on top of that, it's also something that I think is essential for community engagement. When the community actually feels as if they have an impact and can actually influence the project that they're investing in. Yeah. I mean, it's very much like voting shares, right? Yeah. If you buy a part in a company, a lot of them have got voting shares and yep. it makes you feel part of the company. There's there's some kind of the, I guess, the tribalism that comes with it, which I think is important. Um, yeah. And the last, and the, I don't know, I think I might have said the last one before, but there's another last. And the very last, last one is the fact that now users are going, or our community members are going to be able to actually put forward their their opinions and we've always listened to our community, right? And I think our community has always been really respectful in the ideas that they provide. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, really respectful, right? And they've always, and we've always listened to them. And we've like our entire UI was basically based off their opinion, the, our UI upgrade. Most of what we do is based on what they tell us, but it's going to be nice to be able to formalize that process for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so if you are interested in creating a proposal budget, um, mm -hmm. so the treasury request process uh, community discussion, construction of initial proposal, release the initial proposal as a discussion thread, uh, community decides mm -hmm. on it, then there's a, a final governance forum, um, mm -hmm. kind of a proposed layout that you guys have here. And mm -hmm. uh, the initial implementation of these rules will require a 50, essentially over 50% majority to pass. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. all votes on changes to these rules require a two-third majority. So you already, mm -hmm. already have some uh, stuff laid out here. And then there's this uh, governance page where mm -hmm. some of the uh, the proposals will be laid out and then mm -hmm. so you'll so if you so go to our discord if you go to our discord we have all of our governance discussion we have our governance discussion chat now discord sorry if you're not a discord member we didn't tell you in advance yeah yeah well uh i i can pull it up but um yeah so in our discord is where users can submit these proposals and discussion topics right so we've got a section under wi-fi governance on our discord um we've already got seven proposals i believe they're being discussed uh and of those seven we'll probably be launching with four or five of those seven as sort of launch proposals as well as a few proposals that um we as the team sort of want to get out there got it so yeah really okay. excited about that one of the big ones that we know is incoming is the proposal to burn tokens which i think is going to be a super exciting proposal everyone always gets around the token burn yeah <laughs> let's burn some stuff now <laughs> yeah exactly 
I, I might have just read it because I always am like, you're kind of in it and you're also kind of learning and you're kind of reading through it at the same time on these. But how do you how do you become someone who votes? And then what's the weight of the votes? Mm -hmm. So the there is actually no preferential um, vote weighting. And the reason being is that apart from the team, our largest holder is about 500,000 Wi-Fi and then it drops off incredibly quickly. Yeah. Um, so there isn't really anyone that holds more than 5%. Um, so we didn't feel like we needed to put in some kind of weighted voting system for people that had more because we just don't feel like the, the weighting requires it. We've got a very distributed token, so we're yeah. fortunate. Um, from there, I would say that you just collect the token. You have the token in your wallet. Every token's worth one vote. And when the proposal's up and it's voting, all you do is select which one you want to vote for, and then you just sign. It, it literally yep. just works on the signature. So there's no transaction. It's just a signature. Got it. Awesome. Super easy. Super duper easy. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into just the app hey, itself. Decks. Um And just and in, into the uh, into the decks. What are mm -hmm. What are what are some of your uh, favorite pieces about this? Because mm -hmm, you know, at, at this point, which is a great thing, there's lots of different dexes on Cardano, lots of lots of healthy competition, um, and so I always love like asking like what what do you think makes your uh, project stand out, and and what you love, what features you love specifically from from yours? Yeah, we've got quite a few. So first, um, the way that I like to describe our decks is that we've built a uniquely Cardano decks that implements uniquely Cardano solutions to problems. It almost, and I would say every other DEX in the Cardano space has essentially looked at the other DEXs that exist already and are just using those as a, not even as a template, they're just copying those functions because they want users to have the same experience as what you have on Ethereum, right? Yeah. Whereas our approach is different. Our approach is how can we uniquely implement Cardano's technology to do something that is uniquely Cardano, even if it behaves differently to a normal DEX, Yeah. right? Or I shouldn't say to a normal DEX, to a DEX that people are used to on other blockchains. Yeah. So a case in point example of this is our farming. So we have stakeless LP farming. So that yeah. means that you don't need to stake your LPs to be able to earn an actual farm from those. Now, the reason we wanted to do this is because it very much, and this is if you look at farms on the top right, uh, left-hand side, sorry, on not top, yeah. top, but yep. sort of there, yeah. Now, our farming works in just like Cardano, right? It's an epoch system with a 24-hour epoch, right? So you start when you put in your when you put in your farm, you've got your estimated daily rewards, and then after 24 hours, it moves to your pending rewards. You know, after one epoch, you don't get yeah. to withdraw it just yet. You have to do it the next epoch. And then the next 24 hours, it moves to available rewards. And now you can harvest it. And then from there on in, every 24 hours, you've got your farm moving to your available rewards, right? Yep. Um, and because of that, it's behaving like Cardano. It means yep. that the LPs remain in users' wallets. So that means if you scroll down just a little bit, this allows us to do uh, a little bit more. There. Um, there, perfect, perfect. Um, if you go to the ARDA plus ARDA X Wi-Fi down a bit yeah there you're on it perfect so this allows us to then use the lps that are staying in people's wallets for other purposes right because the lp is now a free token it's not something that's being locked into a farm where it's now yeah. just locked value that you can't access 
Yeah. So right. the Arda plus Arda X Wi-Fi, we've got the Arda plus Arda Wi-Fi underneath. It's funny. I think it's because X Wi-Fi is a more complex token. So the people that use it are more understanding of what these tools are. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it has more liquidity. Uh, but these are essentially a liquidity pool between Cardano and the LP token for the Arda Wi-Fi and the Arda X Wi-Fi pools, right? Yeah. Now, this this is essentially, we call these L2 liquidity pools, layer two liquidity pools, right? Or L2 yeah. LP. Now, these L2 LPs have got two advantages. The first, if you go to trade, can you press trade for me, please? Yeah. Now, you can actually purchase LP tokens directly off the market. Yeah. So if you want to engage with Wi-Fi liquidity, you don't even need to gather both tokens and put them into liquidity. You can just literally go here. So go to the other side. If you just put 10 in the other side, for example, right? 10 in the other side, that's how many LP tokens you're getting. Yep. You conduct the trade and those LP tokens are arriving in your wallet. Yeah. Right. And the best part is, is since we have non-custodial farming, as soon as those LP tokens arrive in your wallet, you're instantly farming. That's, which that's means yeah. particularly for new users that aren't used to providing liquidity, this gives them an entire alternative route, which is significantly easier to engage with liquidity mining, right? right? What do you do? You just buy some LP tokens. You just hold the LP in your wallet. Like the swap finishes, you're instantly trading. You don't have to do anything. You just do a swap, right? So if, so yeah. So if I do 10 ADA and I get this many LP, then mm -hmm. I'm then then this starts to show in my farm as soon as you as soon as, soon as, soon as I get it and then I can do the pending rewards available and then I can harvest it and I'm like I'm Correct. already in it you're already in it right yeah so that takes the whole liquidity provision process for new users conceivably down to a single transaction and that single transaction actually doesn't have anything to do with liquidity which can be complex you know it's right. just a swap right so we have also um, L2LPs for LenFi. We have L2LPs for, at the moment, it's LenFi, WMT, and Agix. It might just be LenFi, WMT, and no, it's the Wi-Fi IUSD. That one doesn't have much in there. We're actually releasing a, a raft of new L2LPs next week. Okay. Um, because we think that we're about ready to sort of bring out a few more and start seeing them um, in action. because. See, right now the volume is fairly low, but when the tokens start to move, we do start to see a bit of volume in the L2LPs. And most yeah. importantly, and this is the next part, we think that they're a really important or useful tool for traders to be able to use and implement into their trading strategies. And the reason for that is because when you engage with liquidity, you engage with impermanent risk, right? Yeah, so. Right let's not go into a deep discussion about impermanence risk, but essentially when you're in liquidity, if the price of the tokens go apart a very long way, in other words, the spread of the token, the difference between the value of the token starts to drift away a lot, you can lose a lot of value. Yes. And if you're engaged in an L2 LP, which is a liquidity pool that's made up of 50% Cardano and 50% of the LP, We'll, we'll actually do this just by looking at um, by looking at how it would function just from your ownership perspective. If I'm in the art of Wi-Fi LP, my assets are 50% ARDA, 50% Wi-Fi. Yep. If I'm in the art of Wi-Fi L2 LP, my assets are 25% Wi-Fi and 75% ARDA. Interesting. So my effective price risk that I have by holding the L2 LP or impermanence risk is reduced by half. Right. Right. 
So you still have impermanence risk, but by engaging with the L2LP, you've got half the impermanence risk of engaging with the L1LP. Which means how is that? How is the L2LP like? How is it twenty five seventy five instead of fifty fifty? So when I engage with the L2LP, instead of having my pile, which is fifty percent Cardano and fifty percent BiFi, my pile is now fifty percent Cardano and fifty percent Art of BiFi LP. That Art of BiFi LP is made up of fifty percent Cardano and fifty percent BiFi. Okay. Yep. So my yeah, exactly. It's a layer cake, right? Yep. So this price risk that I now, or the impermanence risk that I'm now experiencing by being in the L2LP is half of the impermanence risk of what I'm experiencing by just staying in the L1LP. I've hedged my impermanence risk, right? Yeah, right. So we want to bring out, particularly for, for pools that are highly volatile, like SNEC or um, Kopi has been fairly volatile recently. Yeah. We think that just as a hedging tool, this would be something that could be useful for people that want to minimize the price exposure they have to SNEC, for example, or yeah. want to minimize the price exposure that they have to a portion of their Kopi portfolio. Right. These are these are useful tools, right? Yes. Yep. That's really so cool. we're really excited about those. And that's I should add, that's one of the ways in which we're super unique and uniquely Cardano, right? Yeah. Um, we've also got the bar. If you just quickly go back to the page, um, we've got the bar, which is I was talking about earlier. This yeah. is our distributive mechanism, and this automatically collects the fees from all of the uh, decks, uses the fees to purchase VIFI directly from the market, and then distributes them to everyone that's holding X VIFI. And the way X that you hold X VIFI is simply just by minting. So you just put in your VIFI to the bar, and then it'll give you back the X VIFI. So if you put in, let's say, 1,000, boom, see? So at the moment, it's paying out 908.89 for 1,000, right? Yeah. But with every the way that this works is that with every server the bar, Wi-Fi goes in, but no X Wi-Fi is minted. Which means that this ratio down the bottom gets lower and lower and lower as more Wi-Fi goes in and no Wi-Fi is minted. Yeah. Right? In other words, the value of X Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi is always by definition, mathematically, going up. Wi-Fi is or X Wi-Fi is always going to be worth more and more Wi-Fi over time. Right. right. And so far, the APY for the last year has been 12.74%. So that's it's averaged out over eight, over the eight yep. months that it's been open for. Right. And the most important part about this is that this is a sustainable income mechanism, right? Because every Wi Fi that's being paid out here has been paid for and bought on the market. It's not something that we're just minting and giving to people. Right. Right. This is using real fees that have been generated from other tokens other than ourselves as well. And that income is a real income, not just something we're creating out of thin air. So users are putting Wi-Fi into X Wi-Fi and the platform mm-hmm. itself is putting Wi-Fi into X Wi-Fi fr- from the fees. Exactly. And when the platform yep. does it, no X Wi-Fi is minted. But when users right. do it, X Wi-Fi is. Okay. Right? So yep. that means that if you think of it as like a container, right? You've got a container and there's a thousand X Wi-Fi that match it. So every X Wi-Fi represents one thousandth of the container. If yeah. I, as the as the platform, we now put in a hundred Wi-Fi, that container's now got one thousand one hundred Wi-Fi, but still only has one hundred X Wi-Fi to represent it. So yeah. that means now every X Wi-Fi is going to be worth eleven instead of ten. Yep. Right. Yeah. Super simple mechanism, yeah. but it's a really um, it's a really unique one, and it's something that again. 
um, we've been able to uniquely implement because of the way that Cardano works and our implementation they're not here, but um, we do it through what's called embedded liquidity pools. So essentially every one of our liquidity pools has got a separate liquidity pool inside it, which is storing bar fees. And this separate liquidity pool swaps between itself to then be able to pass it up to the bar because yeah. it has to arrive at the bar in Wi-Fi. Um, so we had to create a whole unique system to implement this. Yeah. Um so yeah, there's a, there's there's a lot of unique things that we do at Wi-Fi, and you know, if any, this has been a fairly complex and high-level chat, and I am aware of that. If any one of your audience does have any questions, they can absolutely feel free to jump into any of our socials and ask away. Uh, we definitely don't bite, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's great. Yeah, I learned a lot too, obviously, because I was that. This is the great part about having a channel, because then I just get to selfishly ask the questions I'm interested in, <laughs> and I hope it helps other people too, of course. But um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, uh, Steve, uh, Steven, I appreciate, uh, your time and for coming on to tell us more about the world of De DeFi and Cardano DeFi and DEXs and stuff. Um, that's great. Thank you. I really appreciate no. it. No, I really appreciate you having me on. And, um, again, as I said, I'm sorry if I spent the entire time just spitting jargon at you. Um, no, it's great. You, you, you also have, really have, good you have great analogies too. They're, they're very simple <laughs> and you've explained it to a lot of people, uh, many times. So you've, you've refined those, which are very helpful. Uh, for people Thank like you. me. Uh, Thank you. Thank but yeah, if you, if you guys uh, enjoyed this content, of course, please leave a like and subscribe to the channel. As, as Steven said, I'll leave all the links that we showed on the screen and ways, the Discord ways to connect with BiFi if you have any other additional questions. But uh, with that, thank you guys for watching and we'll see you guys in the next video.